Let's talk about some games that we've been Let's do playing. That. Uh, so what we've been playing this week, uh, I've got uh, some of the games that I played on stream on, on our Monday nights. Uh, every Monday night, I've been doing a, a roguelike stream. Uh, a roguelike is a game. They're basically the games where you play them. And uh, imagine a Mario game, except it was randomly generated. You never know what you're going to see. But each time you die, you start all the way back at the beginning fresh save file just like when you'd boot it up you know originally uh i love games like that um there are rogue likes like that and then there are rogue lights like l-i-t-e uh those are ones that are are uh very very similar except there's progress uh between each run you unlock things that make every run after that a little bit easier so i played both of those kinds of games um this past week uh, I'll start it off with uh, Overwhelm. I played some more of that. That is a game that I am hoping to beat in my next session. If I was a better player, I, I could probably even beat it sooner. Um, but it takes uh, two to three hours to play, which is um, a little more than we... We've probably played about an hour and a half, maybe. Uh, but it's uh, it's a good one. Let's uh, let's switch over here. Uh, Overwhelm has, uh, has you pitted against... Uh, what one two i i think five i'll be able to see it when i die <laughs> we'll see me die here pretty quick uh all these bosses um but this is me for the first time fighting this spooky crack and octopus boss uh it's the first it, it's the tiny part of the game the game is very s small it's very uh tight and in this area uh there's water that you see for the first time well you fight these bosses and as you get their health low they uh they teleport as you see my screen kind of like glitch out a little bit it's very spooky when they teleport. Uh, yes, very spooky. But every time you beat a, a boss, any boss, uh, the crack, the uh that's a really good name, Shanty Pack. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they, the, uh, let's see, every time you beat a boss, um, all of the enemies, all of the basic enemies in the game evolve. They become bigger and tougher. And... Uh, it it you know the evolution is based on which boss you had beaten so um you have 3 lives to beat the whole game anytime you uh beat a boss your lives refresh um and there are several opportunities throughout the game to to uh refill your ammo um as you die the edge of your screen gets spookier and spookier as you can see in this video mm. uh where when when you're on your last life you actually cannot see your ammo at all uh it's in the bottom right but it's blacked out by your, uh, you know, panicky tunnel vision. Um, but the game's good. I ended up beating this uh, octopus, fortunately. Um, I don't think I beat it on this attempt, but uh, had a really good time with that. Uh, gosh, teleporting octopus, that's so scary in water. Oh my gosh, can we just get a list of fears uh, going? <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a good time. I didn't make a ton of progress. I mean, I did, I did beat this boss, but... I didn't come anywhere near beating like all five of the bosses like you're supposed to 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 win. Um, so yeah, it'll be either one one if I'm lucky or two more sessions. We'll see. I like the challenge. I like how simple and short this game is. It, it, it's it's an entire game in such a tiny little box, and uh, I as the years go by, I value these these short experiences more and more. Yeah, I got wrecked. We failed, <laughs> but the hive yeah. grows stronger. Uh, but the hive grows stronger in failure. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yes, yeah, so there are five bosses there. 
Uh, and then each time you beat them, you can go to the middle area and uh, refill your ammo. But anyway, uh, game's cool. That that game is Overwhelm, uh, made by Devolver Digital. The g whole game is black, white, red, and purple. Uh, and it plays like an old Metroidvania, kind of. Beat it in two to three hours. Go play it. It's on it's on uh, Game Pass. You know how we do. Uh, or you can find it on, you know, in the normal places for like $15. But uh, it's a pretty dope game. I've got other games I played, but Chris, I'd love to hop over to you. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Devolver Tumble Time. Tumble Time. Yes. So many moons ago, there was an E3 uh, Devolver press conference. One of their great, amazing press conferences. But, but let's see. So uh, Devolver Tumble Time. Let's get this uh, uh, yes. video up. So this was um, just you know announced on one of those, um, and it was great. It looked cool. Um, and then it just disappeared and didn't show up for two more of those press conferences. Like, I don't think it was shown off at all. Yeah. Um, and then, surprise, it was released in January. Oh. And it's free and really, really good. Um, it's, uh, I guess he's like, characters from Devolver Games, um, are toys that like fall into a big uh tumbler basically right. like a bingo tumbler as you do um and uh you sort of like tetris them or puya puya you like touch it as long as there's three of them that are sort of touching you know you're trying to link a whole bunch of them up and and uh yeah i'm trying to i'm struggling to figure out how exactly to describe this but it's very puya puya tetris like um, and you touch those, and the sounds are great. Um, all the little characters are fun. Uh, the difficulty is pretty high. Okay. Um, like, it does start getting to a place where you're just like, damn, okay, I gotta do... Um, then it'll be like, uh, since there's like four different toys dropping, you could be like, all right, well, I'm gonna remove one, and that'll make it easier to get to the goal that I need to get to in order to advance uh, the level. Yeah. Um, but it's very cool. Um, you, <laughs> you do trash pulls. As you do. Uh, as you just saw there, to um, pull characters, uh, certain levels um, will be like, you can only use one of these three characters. Um, you have a time limit. Um, each character has a little special ability and stuff. Uh, it's really good. It's like a great, great mobile game to play. Um, like, I, I cannot sing the praises of it enough. The writing's really funny and clever. Um, like he'll mess the mayor or whoever that is will message you um, and just say really funny things um, that are like mobile game related and things like that. It's really great um, and a lot of fun. And like, I just feel like, oh, Shani just says he just downloaded that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he might be referring to uh, Wizard with a Gun, which is another Devolver, uh, another Devolver joint. You'll have to clarify for us, Shani, because I'm interested. Shani says they're mobile company. Uh, in the game, this one, which would mean he is talking about this one, is yeah. play, stay, pay? Question? <laughs> yeah, they like do it all the time. They'll be like, hey, you know, you could uh, spend real world money on this thing. But they're doing it in a way that is like very, very funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, we like, remember Devolver Digital's conference at E3 two years ago. Yes. Uh, there's a reason that Devolver is the best in the whole business. They're the number one publisher in my book. 
Amazing. And this is what I love right here, Thomas, is Shani downloaded Tumble Time. Benson just installed Tumble Time. This is why we do this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You love to see it. I feel like this game was like after the conference, everybody was like, that looks rad. And then like even this announcement of it coming out and all this stuff just like under the radar. I, I feel like I don't hear anybody talking about it. And I was like, yeah. no, this game is awesome. Um, it's really good. Uh, uh, oh, you know, that makes me, uh, that reminds me, I saw um, there was a game, Loop Hero. Somebody told oh, yeah, me to Loop check Hero. out Loop Hero. And if you go to loophero.com, I believe, if you Google it and go to the website, I've, if I've got it wrong, Loop Hero is a game that's like, you know, a dungeon crawl. It's a roguelike it's it's a whatever it's a pixel art roguelike but the website is so fucking good and yeah. it's again it's exactly why i love devolver so much the website is phenomenal visit it on a desktop um i'll, I'll get you i'll get you the um the thing here in a minute i'll get the actual website so i get it right but um an amazing yeah, website for that uh inscriptions website is very good as well incredible yeah um, and then this one says devolver, uh, devolver tumble time.com. I don't even have to look. I already know the website's going to be great because anytime they advertise a website, it's always worth visiting. Let's find out. Um, devolver it's like its own game. Tumble time.com in the, in the loop hero website, you basically play the game just by scrolling down. It's fantastic. It sounds much cooler than, you know, or it, it is much cooler than that sounds, but uh, I was very impressed by it. Uh, so love this. It's basically the game. And then as you're like trying to click on it and play the game, the mayor says, whoa, there, not so fast. You'll be able to download the app and fully engage with our monetization model later this year. Lol. Hilarious. That's funny. Um, and yeah, it's just like showing you sort of how the game works basically in this. It's this is great. Um, this is very good. Hell yeah. Well, wonderful. Um, uh, so that's Tumble Time. You, you've you been playing that on your phone. Android yep. and Apple, yes. It's on everything. So it's free. Go go go! download that ish. Hell yeah. It's great. Um, that is great. Uh, okay. Well, then uh, we'll bounce back to me. Let's see here. What else What else did I play? Oh, kitty. I can hear you crawling around back here. What's going on? Uh -oh. <laughs> I, uh -oh. hear, I hear a kitty. Uh -oh. I don't see a kitty. She's, she's caught in the icebergs back here behind me. Um. Yeah, I w I love that all of you have installed or have it uh on your short wish list, huh? Huh? Is it a call back oh, yeah. or is it a call forward? Because we haven't talked about the wish list yet. But I yeah, love here's it. the shanty shanty pack. Fork Parker, Devolver CFO wants my money. That's that's what that character's name is. Fork Parker. <laughs> Fork Parker. And he's the chief financial officer of Devolver. Well, I love it. It's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, let's see. What else did I play? Uh, let's see. After I played Overwhelm this past week, um, I played more, uh, Slay the Spire. That game rules. That's a very good game. Uh, yeah, that game super rules. Um, let's put this bad boy on the big screen. So this is me on a fresh save file because I've played Slay the Spire very much on my Nintendo Switch. Um, this was me making a brand new save file on Game Pass, which I, yeah, Slay the Spires on Game Pass. Um, 
So I made a brand new save file, and this was my very first run. I, I started it a couple weeks ago, and then I finished it uh, this week. Um, but it's good stuff. So as you can see here, if you're not familiar with Slay the Spire, uh, this is kind of the... Like, if you're going to know one game in this genre, it should be this one. So this is a deck-building roguelike. A roguelite, but whatever, who's counting? And uh, you, you build... You start with a, a few cards with abilities on them and as you fight and defeat enemies you can build your deck uh you know you get served options to choose from you don't always get what you want uh but you got to make it work you know you got to adapt and improve it's kind of the name of the game with roguelikes so uh you see me fighting this boss here uh there are two basic enemies and then the the boss which is an awakened one but he's not awake yet uh so i fight him you have to kill him once and then you fight him, uh, you have to defeat him a second time once he's extra powerful. Um, we beat him! Uh, I can't believe we beat him on my on my very first try. Awesome. Uh, but this goes to illustrate why I love streaming these games. I love playing them, but I love streaming them too. Because anything can happen in these games. But even with the games that don't give you progress uh, between your runs, like a game like Hades, right? Even if you don't uh, escape Hades in that wonderful, fantastic game. Uh, you always walk away with something that you can use to, to make yourself better. Uh, you know, maybe you can upgrade your character. Maybe you get to unlock a relationship with somebody in that game or, or whatever. Um, but for a lot of these, uh, it's you, the player. It's you, the human player, uh, leveling yourself up, right? You get to uh, learn and experience, oh, I did this and it did not work very well. I'm glad I experimented with that, but I'll never do it again because I know it'll kill me. Um, and the next time you come back, stronger, practically leveled up. So you do that enough, and uh, it doesn't matter what the game throws at you. You are a better, care, uh, better player than you were before. So this illustrates that is me walking into the game with the bare bones that you can start with. Um, but because I have experience, I was able to take advantage of everything and go on to win. So that felt really good. That felt really validating. I really enjoyed playing it. Slay the Spire is really, gosh, it's such a, it's such a good game. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'd say a Slay, that Slay the Spire is a 10 out of 10 game to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even yeah. know what I would say to give it a nine, honestly. Um, I love all these types of games. You know that. That's why we did a la carte. Yeah, it is. Well, this this game is the number one game that got me into um, roguelikes so much and deck building games. So not just one genre, but two. And it opened my eyes up to uh, a lot of games that kind of blend genres as well that take this thing from over here and this thing from over here and mix them in a new way you've never seen before. Yeah. And uh and I respect that. And and even after spending all this time, I still see new interactions in the game, special new pictures and icons and words and and uh all of this that that I've never seen before. So it feels good being able to revisit a game like this and still after all this time, um I still feel like I'm seeing new things. I I continued to the stream. Let's uh bounce somewhere ahead here. I I did the uh daily uh, the daily run for this game. Um, mm -hmm. It was really fun. I played as the uh, the Defect, who's a character... All, all, you, there are four characters in Slay the Spire. They all play very differently. They all have different sets of cards to pull from, you know, to build your deck around. And um, 
and all this. You'll you'll still fight uh, you'll still fight the same enemies. You'll still see the same encounters and visit the shopkeeper and stuff. But your character will be di very different. Uh, so the daily for this one was every time you add a card to your deck, you actually add three copies of that card, not just one, but three. Um, and you cannot remove any cards from your deck using the merchant, which is the primary way of removing cards. So I had been kind of like teaching chat as I played this run, kind of teaching chat how different strategies would work if you were to play the game. And, you know, it, like here, it's like, okay, here are my options. If I did this, it would be good. But here in the daily challenge, it, it's not going to help me very much here. And, um, and that was its own special fun too. But uh, it gave me the defect character. It filled my deck with tons and tons and tons of cards. Uh, but as you learn with deck builders, it's not always about having good cards in your deck. Uh, or, you know, having a lot of good cards in your deck. It's about having only cards that work together well in your deck. Because yeah. if you have a huge, like in here, uh, at this timestamp, I have 52 cards in my deck, which is quite a bit. But when you think about me being at the very beginning of my run, that's huge. Uh, so let's skip ahead. Um, let's see, I'm fighting the this boss before I, I ended my run fighting this boss. Um, and I never lost, so hopefully I can pick it up and play more. Because I didn't want to be done playing that night. Uh, I wanted to keep going. But I have 75 cards in my deck by now. And my oh, goal, God. if I'm still able to pick up that run again, which I think I'm able to, uh, I want to get over 100 cards, which should be doable. Then the question is, with 100 cards, can I beat, you know, can I beat the game? Because uh, the challenges, the daily challenges, are not meant to be balanced at all. But they're really fun if you want to see fireworks. So that's what I yeah. did. I built this deck here where I struck the enemy with lightning a ton of times. Yeah, and I beat him. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, Slay the Spire, it's very good. It's on whatever platform you want it to be on. I think it's even on everything. mobile now, actually. It's on everything, yep. It's on everything. Uh, Slay the Spire, please go play it and tell me you know, what your favorite deck so far has been. I love hearing about that game. Uh, in fact, when we first introduced, reintroduced it to our community uh, a couple months ago, um, I was like, hey, I'm going to play Slay the Spire again because I'm starting up this new stream with, you know, when, at the beginning of 2023. And uh, everybody started playing it again because once you see it, you're like, well, maybe I'll just play one round. And so there was a wonderful day of three people. I think it was Odysseus, Lord Chrome 375, and Mr. Jerp who were all streaming the game in Discord um, while I was doing other stuff. So I was able to watch three different runs at a time. It was wild. It's so much fun, and it's great being able to talk to other people about a game like this where every run is just totally different. So uh, love that one. Big, big fan. Big, big fan. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, my stream two weeks ago. No, that was my stream this week. I'm all mixed up. Time's well, funny. Yeah. I told you it's like New Year's. We're between the end of the... We won the Super Bowl and then we had the parade. All of the past like five days have just been a haze of... You know, it feels like Sunday every day. Kind of. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, let's bounce back over to you, Chris. Uh, okay. What do we got? You played in the Malatorium. You played... Uh, in the Malatorium, I played some Hitman Freelancer uh, and... Thomas, I have bad news for you. Oh, I don't, Chris. I don't like bad news. Um, I don't think Hitman Freelancer is good. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say it wasn't for you. 
Oh, that's much more. That's much sadder and, and, news. And, and, and that's like, so here, here's my reasoning why. And you could throw up my gameplay from uh, not this past Tuesday since it was Valentine's Day, but the Tuesday before. Um, so part of the best parts of Hitman are listening in the campaign is like listening to people around you and then going and figuring out a way to kill this person. And it's scripted, right? Right, right. Well, and like all of those really fun ways you get to do this stuff, because there's, you know, there's eight opportunities out of, you know, this person's like path. Or right. Whatever. They go over here and then they and they take a drink and they go over here and they're under the chandelier and they go over here and yeah. they watch the fireworks. Now, part of the problem with Freelancer is that it randomizes who it is. Right. Who your who your targets are. Well, guess what? what? Some of those people's scripts are awful. Oh, no. And there's nothing you can do. There's no place to get them away. There's no way to get them away unless you throw a coin or something. Yeah. You know, there's no like path or thing that would be like, oh, this is how I'm going to be able to get to this person. Are, like, the, are the normal story characters like you're at the mansion, right? Is the family who owns the mansion there like in the story mode? Uh, Yeah. Uh, yes, the, all those things are still there. Um, well, because but... I say that because I wonder if, you know, like I mentioned the fireworks earlier, you launch off the fireworks and sure, like the main target in the story mode goes out to the balcony or whatever and watches it. Um, and that kind of like moves the the level. It moves it to like a new state where it's like before characters act like this. But now that the fireworks display has gone off, a bunch of different characters in the map have like a different you know, routine. Uh, do you think that would apply to this? Would that even mean anything? I don't know. Um, and it's just, the game is too hard. It's too hard. Like, making any progress in this feels like an ex like a huge chore. Yeah. And, like, even just going, okay, I'm just going to hop in and hop into a mission... If I hop into a mission and the and the people that it's having me kill are in really weird places, like how am I? What am I supposed to do? Like yeah. how am I supposed to? Like to, earlier today, I hopped into the one that's the um, uh, the winery. Uh huh. All this lady one. does that I have to kill is she just walks around in the area, in like the parking area where everybody's going to this party where there's hundreds of people. And that's all she does. So at what point and where I mean, am I, I supposed to? I know some of the challenges for the roguelike mode are very much like kill three bodyguards with an assault rifle was one that yeah. I've seen. So yes. it definitely seems like it wants you to just be kind of wilder. Cause I know that like when I played the game and it was like, Hey, you unlocked a sniper rifle. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to be all sneaky. Like, and I never yeah. used the strong weapons or, you know, I never used any of those. And I wonder if the game, because it can, you get an unlock like that, like it'll give you a gun, but you only get it for the rest of that run. I wonder if they're yeah. really trying to give players an opportunity to just be Rambo a little more often. Because like what you're describing like that, I if it's not a story character who you can pull away, what the hell do you do? You know, Does the game and penalize you for not being stealthy? Like, do you get bonus points for... You know, not well, being found biggest out. Thing, 
biggest problem is like most of the maps you're going to be in, there's a lot of guards and you run incredibly slow. So if you take out somebody in public and then have to try to get out, like it's just a disaster. Like even this, like even this one, I get, I complete this mission, mm-hmm. but this character I'm supposed to kill, she goes dancing and then she walks around the corner and smokes a cigarette. And that's it. Well, there was also a character on the same map where all he does is ride a sea around, hops off the sea stands right next to it so you can't mess with the sea at all, smokes a cigarette, and then hops back on and then rides around again. Okay, sounds to me like you need, like, C4 to set where both of those people stand. Or and a sniper rifle, because I don't see... Right, exactly. So, like, it's like, how do you even do this without being noted? Like, this one... This one turns into a disaster because I walk into the room and didn't realize there was a lady right there and I ended up stabbing. Um, I can just like, hear your voice. And whoa! Oh, oh God. Um, I was like, oh, is she just... I specifically remember this. She walked into this room and this guy leaves and I go, oh, perfect. Oh, because the visuals don't make it look see, like there's... Look, I'm, and there's a lady right there. I was like, what? What? Oh, oh I'm sorry. God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. You murderer. I didn't know she was sitting there. So when I walked in and like pulled out my weapon to like sneak up behind the other lady, that lady stood up and was like, Hey, what the hell? Oh my gosh. Things that only happen in video games. I was, I was only, I was only trying to walk across the room. I, the stabbing happened on its own. Yeah. That was a mistake. But like, that's the thing is that's just, it's just frustrating. Like I want to feel like I'm making progress. And literally every mission I'm getting into, everything goes to shit so fast and so not in a fun way. It just feels like you're not having the fun of Hitman that you should be having with it. Like, first few missions I played, I was like, man, this is awesome. This is really cool. I'm glad they did this. And then the more I played it, I've been like, I think I hate this. I think I actually don't like this at all. Okay, so, so hear me out. All right, hear me out. I'm reading uh, some of what Channy's saying here in chat of some runs he's seen. And because this is a new roguelike addition to Hitman, you know, this this game's never had this before, where you start with nothing and then you run through these missions, you have randomized targets, and then you, you know, you unlock gear to take in, sure. But, but if you die, if you lose the whole run, even if you had eight levels successful before this, if you die... You're dead. You lose all of it, which to me is, you know, that's those are the games I like. But to a lot of people, that sounds really frustrating. So, like, to not only have what you're describing, but then to maybe do that successfully a few times and then just die to some dumb crap, you know, like I tend to do, uh, it would feel bad to lose all that stuff. So, it's also just like in this specific situation, that lady dances, steps over. Smokes a cigarette. That's it. So what I have to end up doing is I think I just throw a knife or I throw the screwdriver into her face while she's standing there. And then I have to run out and make sure that nobody spotted me randomly. You know what I mean? It's just like it's a. It's how I would not I do not want to play Hitman like that. I want to live in the map and like have feel immersed in it and so much fun in there. Uh. Well, I tell you what, so and all that, and it just, I feel like it just falls flat. What if you put a pin in this and Uh sometime, I don't know, 
in the next six months. I know that's a huge window, but maybe that'll also give them time to like hear feedback and turn it into the game that, you know, that everybody's happy with. Uh, but what if a bunch of us pick this up at the same time later down the road, we all pick it up and then, and we record ourselves playing, right? Each of us, everybody in chat who would, you know, I, I can think of almost like five people, I think, who play this game, who might be interested in that. It'd be fun. Uh, the same way that like when Deadpool, Hot Rod and I all played Noida at the same time and, uh, no hugs for you, which I've been hanging out with in discord and he's, uh, always subbing in Twitch. So shout out to you. Uh, you know, we all picked this up at the same time. So playing Noida by itself wasn't where all the fun was. It was also just like sharing and seeing each other's wild moments of like, holy cow, can you believe this happened in my run? You know, uh, so that yeah. even when like stuff didn't go your way or a run was like <laughs> kind of bullshit or something, um, you could still find a way to uh, enjoy sharing it with each other. So that this sounds kind of like the, yeah, hey, check out the stupid wand, says Deadpool. Yeah, that's exactly what, that's so much of what we did. That would be you being I'm, like, how in the world am I supposed to take this person out? But then somebody else popping in and being like, yo, check out this crazy way that I took out somebody in the middle of a crowd. And, uh, I, and I thought it would be like, um, more like how the like elusive targets were. You know how they just like drop, um, it'd be the same apps you know, but they would just drop like this special couple characters that you need to take out um and it was like timed and they were only out for like a certain amount of time and then you um then they would disappear and then you'd come back I, I think one was like um sean bean was one of them he was an elusive target yeah i remember that. um yeah um and so it was like more structured it was more like oh well it's the same map you know but now this is the character you have to go after and here's like his little story or whatever and you have to go do that here it's just so random. I feel like it loses out on the part that like really makes Hitman awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Shani says Sean Bean is the least elusive target. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I know who he is. I recognize that guy. And see, in that situation, all I did was throw that screwdriver, and nobody saw me apparently. But ninety eight percent of the time, and in, in any of these other randomized characters, you do that, and somebody sees it, and then you're all hell just breaks loose so fast, dude. And it's, and like, um, I heard like the next lander guys talking about it. Uh, and the, I was watching them play it. And like, even Brad was like, yeah, I think I'm going to be done with this soon. Um, oh, that's a bummer. Cause like, I saw was, my notification for was, next lander saying Hitman. Uh, but I know that like Alex Navarro loves it, but he's just like, he's also going, that's this mode, man. And as like Brad is trying to run out of the building, getting shot by, 50 different people because you know you're just like oh i'm good like you are sometimes in hitman yeah the regular game you're like oh I, nobody can see what i'm doing right now and then somebody does see what you're doing right now and, but it's just it's yeah. so unforgiving on what it's allowing you to keep or take with you and like all of that that it just makes it just a little i i, I don't know it's like one of those things where like it's fun to just hop on the steam deck and play really quick but kind of feeling like it's going to get uninstalled soon yeah, uh, it'd be like that. Well, go ahead and uninstall it. And uh, yeah, I'd love to revisit that, that game for real with you and others. Because I, I know that I'm not going to have a chance to play it not the way that I want to with it. I mean, not at least two months from now, you know, um, to, which is to say it would be at least a couple months before I touched it. And it'd probably be much further out than that. 
but I would love to jump in that game in, in a way that we could all chat about it together and kind of have our own. You know, we talked about having a Hitman book club when when uh, three first came out, and it was fun yeah. to share some of that stuff with each other. Um, but we're all we were all playing at different rates, and you don't want to spoil stuff and yada yada. Right. Um, you know, so maybe we can revisit this uh, in the future. So so Chad, if you're out there and that's something you're interested in, uh, you know, keep an eye on our socials, and uh, I'd love to, yeah I'd love to have something maybe six months from now, uh, a whole big community hitman thing. Uh, we can all revisit this and see what, <laughs> what hijinks we can get up to. Uh, yeah, but besides this mode, Hitman's dope. We love that game. It's why you're playing it. Um, game's a lot of fun. I, even though a ton of people have said a lot of good things, I still think that game is not played enough by enough people. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, it's not for everybody for sure, but um, lots, lots and lots of fun to have. But uh, uh, what else? So to bounce back to me for the last of what we've <laughs> the last of what we've been playing. Um, what did I play? I played uh, Darkest Dungeon last week, last Monday. Darkest Dungeon is a game that I've owned since day one of early access. It has gone through a huge, huge number of changes between today and when it first came out on early access. You mean two? Darkest Dungeon two. two. Yep, Darkest Dungeon okay. two. And uh, the 1.0 release, so when Darkest Dungeon 2 officially comes out the way the developers intend, uh, that day is May 8th of this year, 2023. So uh, if you're not sure if you are going to like the game that I'm about to describe, then, uh, you know, or you're on the fence is what I mean, then uh, definitely wait till the 1.0 because that'll be the best version of, of the game. Uh, but it's gone through tons of changes. Those changes have basically entirely been... Uh, positive ones. Um, they've been positive ones, and uh, this time was me running in, making, just like uh, Slay the Spire, making a fresh save file. Uh, but this time it actually was out of my control because it's been so long since the last time I played this, uh, about four to six months, something like that. It's been such a long time that uh, the game is so different now that uh, my old save file was moot. So they were, just, you know, they had said many patches ago, they were like, hey, by the way, stuff's changed enough that you're basically starting from scratch now when you log back in again, which is fine because I knew that I'd be okay with that. That's why I bought the game for $20 in early access, you know, way before it's finished, you know? So uh, most of the, I, I would tell people don't pre-order games, but if you know you'll really like something, keep an eye out for early access because that's when you can uh, actually, you can even influence, you can positively influence the content of a game. That way, because the developers want feedback from you. Anyway, uh, what is Darkest Dungeon? Uh, Darkest <laughs> Dungeon is another roguelike. It's a Lovecraftian um, tactics game. Or it's like a tactics game anyway, and I'll show you why. Uh, this is a game where everything's going bad all the time, and you try to, man you know, try to make the best of a bad situation. The game tells you that somewhere in here when you boot it up. Let's see if I can find the right screen. Uh, I can't, but you know what? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll let this cutscene run. Um. Yeah, let's put this up here. Uh, oh, that's the wrong one. How do I how do I use this thing? Here we go. Here's the trailer on full screen. Um, it's got this wonderful art style to it. Uh, of course, this is just cinematic, not the gameplay. Uh, but everything's going wrong all the time. Um, whereas in the first game, you're mostly fighting like very spooky enemies and some humans. Uh, this game has you fighting a lot of humans. Actually, the whole world has gone crazy. So you fight uh, regular, very angry humans. You fight knights. 
you fight skeletons, uh, you fight um, people in these burning cities uh, that use all flame attacks, and they're like basically flame elementals, essentially. Uh, there are... I still haven't seen fish people. I thought I was going to see fish people like the first game because I went to a new area uh, called... Um, what was it? The docks? Or it's, it wasn't the docks, but it was something like... Oh, it's called uh, the Shroud, which was new. I, I haven't played since they added that, so I didn't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, we saw uh, all sorts of new stuff. Um, there are tons and tons and tons of changes. I'm not going to go into the... Uh, weeds of what those are but if I can uh, fast forward here somewhere up here once upon a time I made a timestamp so most of the game looks like this uh, you are well not most of the game but uh, you're navigating the world in this carriage uh, you're choosing which path to go to you know maybe you want to fight enemies this time or maybe you want to go heal or uh, the the hoarder is here and you can trade him you can uh, trade with him uh, so you ride on this road until you come to an encounter and then you deal with it. At the end of each area, you find an inn where you can heal. You can make uh, long-term upgrades. There are lots of items you get that can only be used at an inn. So basically in between uh, areas, in between runs, kind of. Uh, now, I only have the starting four characters because since the game reset and I'm on a new save file, uh, they changed the way that you unlock new characters. Um, the way that you progress between runs. I think it's a very big improvement now where basically as you continue to fight, uh, you do challenges and all this stuff and you get candles. Candles represent your, uh, basically your like, it's your currency to unlock anything new uh, that you might encounter in your run. Um, I think you can use them to unlock characters, but uh, you really are going to use them to unlock uh, the chance to see new items, you know, you can unlock upgraded trinkets. So now on your runs, um, there's a higher chance of you finding cooler stuff, but you can spend your money on tons and tons and tons of things. Actually, let me go way back here and see if I can find that. Uh, yeah, it's on, it's somewhere on this screen. Uh, you, at the beginning of each run can spend your like permanent currency on stuff. And so that's brand new in this game. Uh, Darkest Dungeon 1 and 2 are two very different games. They're very, very different. But with these uh, newest updates, they added a bunch of um, more familiar elements and, and a few screens. Like at the first game, you're upgrading your town, the hamlet. Uh, in this game, you don't have a hamlet, but you are upgrading like your stagecoach that you ride around in. Uh, and, and you see lots of imagery that is evocative of that. But uh, there's a lot to unpack in this game. I'm really excited to pick up this run that I played. Uh, I'm really excited to pick up this run in the, our next stream, or, you know, get here again soon. Uh, but really enjoyed that. This is Darkest Dungeon 2. It's made by Red Hook Games. And uh, this, I think, is a crowning example. If there's one thing you take away from Darkest Dungeon 2... If you're even if you're never gonna play it, even if you don't even care what I've said so far, uh, this is a, a shining example of what a game can grow to be using early access. Oh gosh, this was me! I forgot about this. Look at my reaction. This was me not realizing that if I didn't kill this final enemy, like if I left him for last, he turns from totally no threat at all, which is why I left left him for last. 
He turns from no threat at all to exploding, self-destructing, and, boy, just sure causing a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh, good! <laughs> Does a huge amount of damage to my team. Stresses him, stresses him out really bad. Here's yeah, my highwayman yeah. melting down. Uh, and I think something happens to my other guy, right? Oh, it'll happen to him later. But when people melt down, you know, uh, it's not good. Uh, yeah, victory, but in the last, in the very last turn. Ouch. Uh, lots of surprises in this game. Anyway, uh, this game is a shining example of what early access can be because the game came out in one version. And I said, I'm down for, I loved your first game so much, I'm down for whatever you got. And I helped submit bug reports and feedback and, and hey, like, this part was fun, but this part was confusing. And I know that other people have said that too because those changes have been reflected in the game. It just keeps getting better, but it's cool to see them release a version of it so early uh, to then have, you know, have the community help be the captain as well. Uh, I'm just really happy about it. Um, the, game, the game is different in so many ways. I'll, I'll uh, play some more and, and report back. I don't know, in a few weeks or something, but I really had a good time playing this. There was a free demo during Steam Next Fest, which, you know, didn't apply to me because I already owned the game. But I saw that uh, after, like, during Next Fest, they were the third most played demo and the third most wishlisted game in the entire festival. So, hell yeah. Um, I, I really recommend this to people who like the first game though it's a lot different. Uh, but yeah, it's it's you playing um, a run where you're pretty much doomed to failure unless you can, you know, get lucky and just play really, really well. Um, but at first you will fail and then you will succeed because first you have to learn what not to do in an unforgiving world. And then in your next run, you try something new. And as you try and learn and do all these things, you get better every time. And, uh, you know, the the reward that you get, much like a Dark Souls game, because it's so punishing, um, every, vic every victory that you get is that much more rewarding. Uh, because you're always, and anytime you see a new challenge, it's because you earned it, you know. But anyway, uh, I've said enough words about Darkest Dungeon 2. Game's great. Um, like I said, it's the, it's the number three uh, wish-listed item. Um, but Chris, actually, could we take a few minute break real quick, if that's all right with you? Uh, ah, totally. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a minute, hydrate, or dehydrate everybody, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about our wish lists. So tell us in chat what's, uh, what's your favorite? If you go to your Steam or anywhere wish list right now, what's your number one most anticipated buy? Or like, what's the thing you're looking at the most? You're like, if this goes on sale, that's the first thing I'm buying. Uh, tell us that in chat, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Sweet. Sweet. All right, let's get some music back on. Chill vibes.
it's gotta be Ooblets on stream. So you don't have to buy it on Epic to play on PC. What, what, what are you talking about? Astro Trucks? What are you? Oh, you're number one. <laughs> right, 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 right. Your, your number one wishlist item. Astro Trucks, huh? Or Ooblets. I mean, cool. Those are both... Uh... worth checking out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna write these down. Ooblets. Almost back. Just had to warm up some food, Tom. Try. Hey, it's all good, my friend. Getting getting hangry. I hear that. I know you are too. Uh, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. How are we looking on this list here? We've got uh, the two you got. Let me look up one of these. Benson, what are you saying? He streams what on Fridays? You mean he streams Astro Trucks development? If if so, wow, okay, huge if true and sounds true. <laughs> uh, crazy. He streams development of Astro Trucks. That is ambitious. I mean, that's ambitious in many ways. That's really interesting. Benson, I saw your pictures. Uh, I I knew exactly where you and Sav were during the parade because I was like, wait a minute, I've been there. Parade looked lit. Looked lit, fam. Constantinos has some pretty dope chicken spaghetti. I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The jelly is legit. Okay, let's uh 
We're just about done. I'm pulling a couple more trailers for uh, the wish list here from y'all's suggestions. So these aren't even games I'm familiar with, but uh, as I'm just, you know, perusing for a moment, uh, seem cool. Reminder, chat, anybody who has uh, screenshots, it has to be something that you took yourself, even if it's just a main menu. No pulling a wall, you know, don't Google wallpapers like I do <laughs> uh, for the games you want. But uh, always looking for submissions for these BRB screens. I think we got 25 photos in the rotation now, and that can be even more. The more the merrier, so if you all uh, want to submit them. Uh, best place probably to do that is to DM me on our Discord. Here's a link to our Discord for anybody who's not out there. We're all very friendly. Or when we're not, you know, we, we try to keep each other in line. I think we do a pretty good job of that. One, I got two, I got three. Sweet. Okay, I got three here. Uh, so let's see, Chris, you got two, so I will start. Uh, I'll actually start with Inkbound. Well, I mean, give me a second. We're still on BRB. Uh, but we'll start with ink Inkbound since you do know about it. Let me... Uh... I do. All right, getting us back on screen. So we can see you eat. That's the that's the extra content people pay for. That's right. Oh my gosh, then I see myself on screen and I'm just like, what am I doing here? I need to look in a mirror before I get on here. Um, okay, well, uh, let's get back in. Like speaking of wish lists, because uh, I mentioned Darkest Dungeon 2 was the third most wishlisted item on Steam from the Steam Next Fest. Uh, let's dive into our party topic tonight, which is our wish lists. Uh, why, uh, while I have missed, I entirely missed playing any demos during that time, I've been very interested on in what people have had to say about the games that they played there. Um, you know, we, we had a pre-show, I think it was two weeks ago. We had a show right before Next Fest, so we showed tons of demos of things we were excited for. Well, I didn't play any of them, you know, so I was, uh, thrilled to have feedback from the community, uh, for some of their games. So, uh, a game that was recommended by... Uh, Shanty Pack, and at least one other person. Uh, somebody else had mentioned it. And Chris, obviously, uh, you like it. Is the game Inkbound. Uh, this is a game that I basically know nothing about, so I'm going to pull up the trailer here in a moment, but uh, what can you tell tell me about it, my friend? Well, Thomas, I downloaded this demo oh. and did not get a chance to play it because I only got to play one demo out of the whole Steam Next Fest and the five games or whatever I downloaded. As you do. Um, I was only able to play Planet of Lana, which was cool. Um, but um, Inkbound is a tactical um roguelike like co-op game made by the people who made Monster Train. Oh right, that's yep. Jania told me that, and I knew that was uh, a game changer for me. I streamed Monster Train a little while ago. It's a good game. It's a fun game. 
very good game. Um, so yeah, I, I downloaded this and I was excited to play it and then, uh, didn't because it was so busy that weekend and, uh, then it was gone. And, so that was, uh, and it's gone. Super tight. Uh, um, hell yeah. But yeah, it looks very, very cool. You got that trailer going? Uh, I do. Just give me a moment here. I forget that, uh, you know, I don't want to show my whole butt when I, uh, do a display capture like this. Oh, you always have to show your whole butt. Uh, my whole butt. Well, I do a good job of doing that. People will tell you. Um, you know, if there's an accident to be made, look, let me, if I can't be a lighthouse, let me be a shipwreck. That's, <laughs> that's what I always say. Um, so this, so now we're showing, um, this, uh, Inkbound trailer here. Oh, hello. This is, uh, this is a human talking. Interesting. Is this part of the gameplay? Is this like inscription? Uh, <laughs> No, I I missed this part because I skipped ahead to the skipped yeah, ahead. He says, "Oh my, whoopsie doodle!" <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it was showing gameplay and stuff. Hey, that's all good. Um, I'm just poking fun. I couldn't find the I couldn't find the goods, you know. Uh, so here we go. So what's going on here? We've we've got um, isometric. It looks like. Uh -huh. What type of game is this? Like I don't even know. Is it a roguelike? Is it a tactics yes. game? Yes, and like you um. Like characters have like almost like MOBA move sets, kind of like, um, yeah. There's a central gathering area like Destiny, um, and uh, they almost have like, like here you go. He's getting into a mission now. Um, but yeah, you can play with uh, with people. It's it's co-op. That's the part that I was so so excited about. I was like, oh, cool. Right. Let's do that. Um, you don't see when he gets into some combat here. This this looks like it might be up your alley, Thomas. I like video See? games. See, look at this. Bang! Wow. Boom! Kapow! Marked. Ooh, that's in, that's yeah, the like darkest the, dungeon. Uh, um, yeah, the uh, I like the look of it too. Me too. Lots of bright colors. A clear but not clu clu uh, cluttered user interface. Like, I like that all the stuff in the UI on the bottom is uniform. Mm -hmm. Helps my eyeballs. I have trouble with really busy screens a lot. And in fact, you know, I'm always I'm always trying to learn more about myself and, you know, why I do and don't like the things I do and don't like. And uh, I think one of the reasons I shy away from a lot of uh, more Eastern titles, more like JRPGs and crazy hack and slashes and stuff, is when, uh, when there's so many numbers and stuff on screen, I just have trouble parsing it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I just, uh, I really have trouble understanding what's important because in my head, I'm like, you're not, you're giving everything on, on screen equal importance, which means that I don't have context for anything. Like, if I'm supposed to care, what it, what am I supposed to care about here? There's a right. lot happening. There, every color of the rainbow is on here, and it's, I don't know. Uh, we'll skip back up here. I think. Uh, yeah, and Shani says um i had like four different moves by the end they all have cooldowns and action points um basically shows you how much damage you'll take before your moves so you can plan out your actions knowing what the enemies are going to do oh knowing what the enemies are going to do sounds like into the breach yeah. another roguelike so, i like very much yeah. i guess i guess uh, you know what the enemies are going to do in monster train too huh yeah so there's the carryover yeah uh it looks very cool um Pretty bummed I didn't get to mess around with it, but uh, well, that is ink bound. Uh, yeah, add it to our wish list. I mean, it seems pretty cool to me. Oh yeah, 
um, yeah, it seems like there's a lot to enjoy there. Um, so cool, Inkbound, that was submitted by Shani. That was one that uh, I had been interested in for Steam Neck Fest, but never actually touched. Uh, obviously, neither of us have uh, put hands on it yet, but um, seems cool. So Inkbound. Uh, and then we bounce over to you, Chris, like rapid fire. All right, so I'm going to go... Let's go with, uh, to keep on the theme we were just on, Thomas, let's do the Endless Dungeon one. Uh, you got it. Uh, Endless Dungeon, let me make sure I have all this information correct so I'm not just talking out of my butt. Um, Endless Dungeon uh, is published by Sega, uh, made by Ap Amplitude Studios. Um, it is a co-op uh, roguelike tactical action game. Tactical? Um, action game a tactical action, action game yes um there's a lot of i i was watching the the day this came out so it's not out yet quote unquote it's coming may 18th 2023 but if you pre-purchase endless dungeon the standard edition 29.99 you can play the game right now um you know just early access um and uh, i was watching a stream of it the day that they had done that and it just looks cool. The 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 way everything looks looks fantastic. You know, different characters have different things that they can do. Um, there's a lot of, hey, let's run around into this room. Let's get set up. We have to go. Um, oh, we need to go start the uh, the engine over here. Or, you know, we have this thing to repair. But, hey, a wave of enemies is about to show up. So we need to make sure that we set up our defenses together as a team mm -hmm. in order to take these things out. Um, and it just looks so good. It looks so good. It's very pretty. Um, yeah, seems real cool. And uh, it's co-op, too. So that's, you know, so much good times can be had in co-op games. So uh, I love know, games like this. Do you know this specific game? Because this, this is like checking a whole lot of boxes for me in yes. just tons and tons of ways. Um, do you know if the co-op is two to four players? Because I think games that are similar to this often bite off only a little bit. Three? I believe it is three players. Okay, three could be good. Three was uh, a really good number for Apex and uh, Remnant from the Ashes. Yes, and uh, like I said, um, you get the the early access and, and all that stuff, uh, I believe is still the thing that they're doing. Um, I could double check that. Uh, Pre-orders starting now. A few, oh, sorry. The Last Wish edition is the one you need. Um, it includes the closed beta access, which I hope is still going on. I, I'm not exactly sure. And 48-hour uh, uh, pre-release you will uh, be able to play as well. Uh, but it looks very, very cool. Like I said, May 18th. Uh, is when it's coming. Um, so we don't have that much longer to wait for it. Um, but looks great. I, I remember seeing like, like a uh, trailer for it at one of those things, um, you know, Indie Fest or whatever. Um, and I was like, wow, this looks awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I was able to sit and watch a little playthrough. I couldn't really tell exactly what they were doing and what they what their objectives were. But, you know, I had never yeah. played the game before. So, you know, you, you get a better handle on that stuff through tutorials and things like that. So Yeah, for sure. Um, but it looks great. And um, like I said, uh, May. So very close. Yeah, excited for that. 
that'll be here uh, May 18th. I'll be here before you know it, actually. So um, that one looks really great. Um, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's one I wanted to shout out because I um, it's one of those ones that every year, you know, we we have these E3 things and we watch these all these trailers and then we're like, oh, that one looked cool. And then we forget about them for two years or whatever. And then yep. it's like, hey, that release is coming up soon. And like no one's talking about it. Yep. Yeah. I yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um yeah, I mean that'll happen a lot, right? So it's nice. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like uh bringing this up on the show and having everybody share what what they're interested in because there's so much stuff there there's so many good games that are worth playing now and people are so talented creatively and as like programmers and designers and all of this that uh smaller teams than ever can make better games than ever with smaller resources than ever uh you know so like the opportunity is the best it's ever been both as a creator and a player and so much stuff is available i mean there are lots of little gems on game pass right like you might get game pass for one of the big games or a co-op game to play with your friends but there are all these tiny little uh gems on it like overwhelms on there uh slay the spire you may never buy it on your own but hey you got it bundled up and uh you know there are just so many great things in all these wonderful places so steam next fest the demos you're like there are literally there's like a four or 400 games i think it was don't quote me on yeah. that but i think that's how many i saw at one point um thank you chat for uh making sure to get the game pass counter since i keep bringing it up uh <laughs> we uh we like to keep track though uh the bot is anywhere near accurate we've definitely uh talked up game pass way more than 49 times uh let the records uh record show but um yeah, having everybody uh, kind of find all these hidden gems that, you know, a, a lot of games are, are like such a small team where uh, the only person making the game is also the person doing the marketing for their game. So you might only find like this hidden gem through one random tweet from some obscure developer, you know, like stuff is that underground or like, you know, unpublicized that that's all there is. And then you, they share a link. And if the game's good enough, it might take off on its own just like that. So, so these wishlist games, there'll be games where you're like, we only saw 30 seconds of a blip of a trailer two years ago, but you bet that person is plugging away, making it and people are excited about it, but it's been two years. So by the time it comes out, you're like, what is that again? You mm -hmm. know, uh, the, the trailer for the chocolatier or whatever that the Stardew, Stardew Valley developer, the one human who, primarily develops that game and does all the music and everything. Uh, yeah, that trailer came out a while ago and like I've put it so far off my radar that it could come out and I wouldn't know it because I just put it in my pocket and it goes to the bottom of a deep pocket of forgotten games. Uh, so thanks everybody for sharing uh, your other ones. But we're not done yet, so what have we got next? Um, you just talked about Endless, uh, Endless Dungeons. So let's jump over to another community recommendation. This is uh, Cybertown. This was a game that our person described uh, when, when they talked about it to us. Uh, they said that this game, Cybertown, I just said it, what was it? Uh, Cybertown. That, that Cybertown uh, gives them what, uh, what they wanted from City Skylines. So City Skylines isn't a game that I've personally played, but it's definitely a name I recognize from my friends who uh, play a lot of uh, simulator simulators, especially like industrial simulators. Uh, 
you know, Benson in chat, who, like I said before, gifted me um, Satisfactory to play on our extra live stream a couple of years ago. Uh, he's he's the guy that I've mainly heard talk about this game, but uh, or talk about City Skylines rather. Um, so this may be a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but uh, I like what I'm seeing in some of the like pseudo cinematic stuff that you can see here. Kind of reminds me of XCOM, where like when it goes into a you know like a slow mo kill or on Chaos Gate when you throw a grenade and stuff. Um, yeah, kind of reminds me of that. So it looks like somewhere between a city simulator, a building, you know, city management simulator, and and kind of like a defend your castle kind of situation. Like it's oh, kind of almost like an RTS too. Yeah. So you know, another example of uh, bending genres, bending and blending genres. You know, so this That's seems cool. cool. Uh, never heard about this today, or and never heard about this before today. Uh, <laughs> but I I like what I'm seeing. So this is Cyber Town. Um, no idea what the price is or any of that stuff on uh, on Steam, but it seems worth wish it seems worth wish listing. Golly, I'm just loving all the words today. Hey, who's our who's our guest? Who's our guest in here? Uh, this is Ava. Oh, hi, Ava. She's getting grumpy with me because I'm uh, in here in the office. Yep. So, well, you should have known better, you know. Uh, you don't worry, Ava. We'll get them next time. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's bounce back over to you. You got one more on here. Uh, it says Harold Halibut. Harold Halibut, baby. Um, this is one that you de What do you What do you say? What's going on up there? He just woofed at me. Oh. Um. So uh, Harold Halibut. This is one that we saw a trailer for. Will you stop it? <laughs> Um, and, uh, it just looks, it's like a claymation, like, um, adventure game, mm -hmm. um, and just looks absolutely incredible. Um, this is one we keep getting like little trailers for, and we're just like, what, stop showing it, just give it to us, uh, when it's done. Uh, but it looks so, so cool. Um, it almost has a, uh, Wes Anderson kind of. Kind of vibe to it. Oh, as you're saying that now, I wouldn't have gotten that on my own, but with you saying that for sure. Oh, this uh, right here, yeah, the yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> the planets in the background, and it's just like it's just insane to look at because you're just like, this is a game that I can play. Um, and uh, it just it looks fantastic. Oh, now we got a Max in the chat. A Max in the chat. Um, uh, yeah, Max, don't you know Shani's out here talking about Isle of Dogs, not Isle of Cats? Oh, oh that's oh. true. Oh man, yeah, um, Wes, Wes so, Anderson, huh? So, it, anyway, um, yes, this game looks phenomenal. Uh, can't believe that it's a real thing. Like, just look at this. What is this? How? Uh, How do they do this? And this is a video game. <laughs> yes. Um. And, you know, it was showed off at a couple of those um, summer things, like an E3 or a Summer Games Fest or whatnot. Um, and, man, it looks cool. Also seems like, a, oh, this will come out sometime. And, you know, <laughs> we probably won't. Who knows when we'll actually get it. Indeed. Um, 
But, I mean, this remember trailer, when that game uh, 12 Minutes came out that received like very mixed reception and stuff, but it was like super hyped up because it had famous looking stuff in it. You know, it had famous actors voice acting and stuff. Uh, but then it came out and then everybody was just like, uh, okay, uh, yep. well, you know, I feel like that yep. this is trying very hard to be Wes Anderson. Not that I have any, you know, qualm with that at all. Uh, but this could easily be something that actually, like, it's going to come out, and we won't even know it for three years. And we'll be like, whatever happened to that? Oh. When this gets a release date, I will know. It is <laughs> wishlisted, and I am so excited for it. So, um, Harold I'm, Halibut. Harold Halibut. It's still going. Man, this trailer's really going places, huh? This trailer is, like, a, a really long story trailer. So I just, like, went ahead and threw it on because I knew it was... Uh, a long trailer that we could talk over and you know but man I'm, this game i'm here for it it's wild looking it just looks insane can't believe that it's a real thing that we get to possibly enjoy um at some point coming, coming soonish soon oh let's see actually this... that was uh that trailer was from what year uh oh gosh i actually i don't even know i didn't even Let look me find out for you uh it's not coming soon ish coming soon ish that i'm afraid harold halibut oh look at this that, that trailer was a year ago was... so not too not too too bad but does your go um... uh check this out um yeah it shows shows him uh it's like an extra post credits it shows the human hands versus the size of the creations that's wild oh, so yeah. little man that guy needs to clean his fingernails well, okay. Well, <laughs> um, the things you the things you uh, discover about stop animation, you know. Oh yeah. No one's got a clean fingernail. Not a clean fingernail. Nope. It's like, uh, what else have we got? Uh, I think I had at least one more. I downloaded something. Uh, actually, you know what? I downloaded a trailer. I didn't even look at it all. Uh, let's check it out. This was one that um, Shani. Wait a minute. Did that say Devolver Digital? No, no, it didn't. It just looks like uh, the so Dungeons Drafters. <laughs> Dungeon Drafters is the name of the game. It may, you know, I, my brain thought it was Devolver Digital because, you know, words. Uh, but this was one, that, another one that Shani uh, mentioned was wishlisted, and I've seen very, very little of this. I can already tell you that I like the uh, animation style. Let's blow this up a little bit. Yeah, this looks great. Yeah, very pretty background and UI. Yeah, very much liking this. Um, let's see, what can I turn up? On uh, Shani, tell us, uh, tell the whole class about uh, Dungeon Drafters. Um, as I pull this up, he says it's a um... interesting procedural tactical <laughs> okay. RPG deck builder. Oh, so those are cards down there. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, those actions at the bottom are cards from your deck. Checks out. That checks out. Um, dang. Okay, so release date is Q2, second quarter, 2023. So sometime in the next four months. Uh, developed by Manolith, not Monolith, Manolith Studios. Published by Dangan Entertainment. Uh, Dungeon Drafters is a mis uh, wow I can't speak. Dungeon Drafters is a mystery dungeon adventure set 
Oh gosh, I have to... Adventure set in a world where magic is cards and cards are magic. Explore ancient ruins, loot rare cards, and enjoy clever combos to defeat your foes and build the legendary spell deck that could save the world. All right, that's super cool. Um, now if I could just level up my reading ability, this would be fantastic. Uh, You'll get there. You just got to grind. It says uh, the tag here on Steam is Mystery Dungeon. Is that what it's called with procedurally generated dungeons? Or... Uh... You know, if I click it, it doesn't seem to do anything. Um, I don't know. It's fun to find new words for familiar things because, uh, you know, better language allows you to express more uh, complex ideas. So, you know, some people don't like to, to give a genre to games, and I totally respect that. Um, but I, I love categorization. I think it's another reason I like deck builders because look at all this stuff. The, uh, this trailer right now... I see nothing but opportunities. You oh, know, yeah. Holy like... cowabunga, look how long they scroll down. They scroll and they scroll, and I feel like I'm playing Wilmot's Warehouse meets Hearthstone, and they scroll. Um, wild. It's so strong. that's really exciting, because that's just nothing but uh, new experiences all the way down. Seems dope. Uh, Shanty's got good taste in games, and he recommended this. Yes, some, some of the spots look like traditional tactics games. While others look um, closer to like Moonlighter or something, you know, like almost a hack and slash. Uh, is this a fishing mini game? Oh my gosh, it's a fishing mini game! I love this. I used to not understand why people liked watching reaction videos, but here I am, basically recording reaction videos. <laughs> she's trying to. She's trying to. This this Ava is trying to get up into my lap. Ava, what's going on up there? Hello, pup. Oh, cutie. Cutie with the hair coming out of her ears. You know? Oh. Now she cuddle. Um, well, hell yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that's everything. Yes, that is everything we've got on our wish list. Some honorable mentions here that we didn't look up. Uh, Roots of Yggdrasil. I think that was another Shanny one. And then ch uh, Chants. Like, Chanting. Uh, Chance of Sonar, S-E-N-N-A-A-R. Chance of Sonar. Um, those were two that people uh, shouted out this week when I asked the community what they were playing. I know there are lots and lots more. Um, but yeah, I wanted to point out the difference here was looking forward because a backlog, you might look at games that came out five years ago that you're going to finally get around to. Uh, you know, But looking forward to your wish list is like, hey, this thing's not out yet. Uh, or certainly like, like uh, Dun um, Darkest Dungeon. The game is playable, but the 1.0 isn't out yet, right? Like the finished version. So uh, I love I love hearing people's suggestions on on what they're excited for. Um, it's you know it's just nice to look forward and be excited for new things. Ava agrees. Ava, yeah, hundred percent. I, I think she needs to go to the bathroom. Oh well, then the perfect time. Uh, then we'll wrap this up. Uh, Chris, if you gotta go, then you gotta go. Uh, you know, because we'll go into break here in a minute, but. Um, I think that'll do it for uh, for the vodcast.